Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Andy. Great, great song that actually come away. God has certainly got a plan for us and he has got great, great in store for us. So Kathleen whispered to me in the worship this morning that we need to do that financial declaration again. Okay, so Farnas is waiting here. He's standing here. But um, just a few announcements just to kind of pass up to date. We'll do that. We'll do that declaration now and take up a very fast. I mean, a virtual <laughs> offering. Okay, you just fast, but you need to fast there. <laughs> but I, I just want to say there's a few things here that we are, if you logged on a bit earlier, you would have seen on the PowerPoint that we run before the meeting that we are going to be entering into a prayer, declare, grumble, fast. Okay, prayer meaning we're going to call on God in this hour. Uh, declaring meaning we're going to speak truth over our lives okay over our different circumstances and grumble is that we're not going to get caught in the narrative of the world all this moaning and grumbling and lucky for you my reading this morning was in john 6 and i'm going to use this in a few weeks time where the disciples were it uses the word grumbling and jesus said why have you taken offense and i think many of us are offended by this time and what's gone on and we're going to get caught up in the narrative of the world and so we're going to replace the grumble with a declaration and we're Thank going to speak you. truth over our hearts and lives so get uh, get ready for that as we will share on the whatsapp and, and more information as we um, walk towards that um, time in some, from the 6th of september to the 27th um, of september and the, and the reality folks when we look at what's happening around the world and the, and the affairs and the light of the kingdom of god being poured out in this day and the age it's all pointing towards the time when the Messiah will return. That's, that's, that, if anything has risen in my heart with hope over the last 18 months, is he's coming and he's going to rule and reign on this earth. And he's going to set an order here where there's going to be absolute perfection. That's the hope we have in the midst of this chaos that we deal with. But it's our faith is being tested as we trust in God in these, in these times and that. Eh? Okay, so... Yeah, and we're all facing this stuff. I've always got notes here. But um, I just want to let us know, and it is a bit of a sad news this morning, before we do our, our declaration, many of you will know um, Kenny, our drummer, that has played faithfully here for, sure, he's been at the base since we've been at this building, I think 15 years are part of things. And uh, a couple of months ago, Kenny was um, admitted to hospital after some pains in his throat, and they found out that he actually had throat cancer, and they removed his voice box, which was which was really hard. I went to go and see him with Garth. And, you know, when you're talking through your throat and that air and breathing stuff was very difficult. And then I heard from Garth on Wednesday morning that um, the cancer had obviously gone to the rest of his organs and bodies. And, oh, bless Ken, he, he ref almost refused to receive the doctor's report. He didn't want to hear it. He wanted to hear the judgment and the, the word from the Lord about him. And on Tuesday evening, he received his final healing. And he went to go and drum for eternity yeah. <laughs> with his maker and that and it, it came as a bit of a shock to me i must admit i wasn't prepared for kenny to go you know kenny's a consistent he's yeah. always around yeah. if we had meetings of yeah. every night in yeah. one month kenny would play drums every night yeah. that week he would he would just be there so we're going to meet garth and i are going to meet on tuesday and just talk about memorial details and all that kind of stuff but he's now reigning in glory and uh yeah, we just, there's not much family. We don't know any of his family. His mom passed away a couple of years ago. His brother passed away. And we'll be in touch with nieces and cousins and stuff just to understand a little bit more about, uh, yeah, Kenny and his life. So, yeah, we, we celebrate him. We really do celebrate him as a, 
a good faithful man of God who was very quiet and gentle in spirit. Um, and Aiden, actually, I was driving in the car the other day and he was like, he was a very nice guy, dad. I liked him. He liked, he just had a very gentle way about it, you know, and even my nine-year-old is acknowledging this man. So anyway, okay, Kathleen, you're up, babes. You're going to give us that declaration so, again. Quick, Follow on the screen what it says. Just a quick, um, a story I heard um, a couple of weeks ago that I think help you when it comes to declarations and understanding who we actually are. So we all know Dr. Livingston, okay? Dr. Livingston was a great missionary into Africa. But Dr. Livingston actually went missing in Africa. And the, um, the people who kind of ran his mission was a bit worried and they nominated a man called Mr. Hint, Mr. Stanley to go and find Dr. Livingston. Um, Mr. Stanley arrived at a tribal kind of place in, in Africa and was inquiring as to where Dr. Livingston was. And the chief said, no, we know exactly where he is, but you're going to have to pass through quite a few warring tribes to get where he is. And he said, well, how am I going to do that? He said, well, the best thing to do is to go into covenant with the biggest warring tribe. And he said, well, well, how do I do that? He said, well, you basically got to offer your, your most valuable position and then see how it goes. Now, his most valuable position at the time was a goat because the goat's milk helped Dr. St uh, Mr. Stanley's stomach. He had some stomach issues and he had to drink the goat's milk. So Mr. Stanley goes to meet with the big warring tribe that he wants to go into covenant with. And the, the, the chief of the tribe accepts the goat and gives Mr. Stanley a staff. And on the staff was a coil of um, copper around the staff. And he thought, well, what on earth am I going to do with the staff going into these warring tribes? Anyway, Mr. Stanley, he had no choice because he had to go and find Dr. Livingston. And off he went. And some tribes came out, fierce warring tribes. And Dr. Stanley stood there with the staff, with his interpreter. And the first thing these warring tribes did was look at that staff. As they saw the staff, they took a step back because they recognized who the staff belonged to a massive tribe that could take them out. Now, whether or not the story has been added to or taken away, here's the point. We are in covenant with Jesus. That blood was shed for us. So when we are standing, facing difficult relationships and families, financial issues, just what is happening in this world, whose staff do we have in our hands? So when you are doing this declaration, take that to heart that you have the staff of Jesus, Jesus's blood. We quite literally have the hosts of heaven behind us and there's not one or two of them. There's gazillions of them standing, waiting for us to know our authority, who we belong to, to declare because we are a legislative body, the ecclesia. Okay, that's it, let's go. You really roll. I'm gonna to have to read from the big screen. You should read from follow from. Okay. The technical part department is actually doing quite well today, <laughs> believe it or not. It's quite smooth. Last week it was a bit all over the show, but we got there in the end. Okay, there we go. Give it, a moment, it says pinch out for big view. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right, we're we gonna do it to, just do it after me or do it to just do it after you. Yeah, after me because you can't. Today we declare 
that we are part of the kingdom of God and its thriving economy because of the finished work of the cross. Because of the finished work of the cross. Come on, stand up, everybody. Yes. It takes a bit of time to get to the next yeah, one. This is, this is, you know, this is chromatic pause. Sorry, I don't know why. There you go. Okay. <laughs> when world economies are crashing, when world economies are crashing, stand firm, knowing that. Stand firm, knowing that. Our God, our God will supply every need. Will supply every need of ours. According to his riches, in glory, in Christ, Jesus. We declare employment that will seemingly come out of the blue. We decree unexpected promotions. We decree unexpected promotions and raises in salaries. We call in all that has been stolen. We call in all that has been stolen by the enemy during this pandemic. By the enemy during this pandemic and declare it will be returned tenfold today. And declare it will be returned to today. We declare Deuteronomy 28 over the bay. We declare Deuteronomy 28. And we remind you, Father. And we remind you, Father, of your of the words you have spoken over us. Of the words you have spoken over us. Through your prophet. Through your prophets. We stand firm on your word. We stand firm on your word. And your promises, Father. And your promises, Father. We thank you for your faithful hand. We thank you for your faithful hand. That has carried us. That has carried us. We wait expectantly. We wait for you to carry out your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. You know, when you do a declaration in the natural, it can get tedious. But when you do it in the spiritual, you are setting orders. Okay. And don't get caught up in the natural thing. Oh, that sounds weird. Repeating it. We're going to declare on, in September. We're going to speak over our finances. We're going to speak over our families. We're going to speak over our marriages. And we're going to walk in wholeness and life. This is the season that we can do that. All right. Without further ado, Mr. Farnes, what do you do? I'm sure I've covered everything here. That's right. He's been behind the camera before this guy. <laughs> he, he knows what it's like. Okay. Eh? All right. It's an absolute joy to have you sharing with us this morning. So thank you. Go for it. Yeah. Thank you. The problem I have is trying to capture what happened here this morning. Yeah. It's impossible. I'm going to feel a failure. I'm going to feel inadequate. But when I'm weak, he's strong. Amen. All right. Amen. So that's good. So um, now we had a meeting on the. 12th of August, uh, elders meeting. And it was during this elders meeting, it was the first time in a long time that we actually gathered. And um, it was wonderful to, to just feel everybody around and to speak from the heart and to connect with people. And um, Sheldon called it out and he said, no, it's time for us to, to break the shackles, to come away with him. He's got a plan for us. Andy, that was a great yeah. job. Yes. I'm not so sure about the tears in heaven. That's going to dry up because it's between me and Kathleen. 
Sorry, we're going to fail. <laughs> we're, we're going to cry all the way there. That's okay. That's okay. So it was at that meeting that Sheldon said, let's meet. Let's break the shackle. There's something we're missing here. And I sat and I, and I listened intently to this, to this meeting. And we first started with some worship. We, we prayed together. And we just spent some awesome time together. And I started making a few notes. And um, I just want to share those notes with you this morning. The one thing that I picked up was isolation. Due to the separation, the boxed in, the being alone, we started feeling a level of isolation. I want to share with you a, a time when we was, I was still on staff and we were sitting upstairs and, um, and, and Sheldon and Kathleen were traveling somewhere uh, in Europe and um, Edel and I, uh, I know Lister was there, Sureta, and, and maybe a few others, Mama Florence, and we were sitting there, and, and God dropped into our spirit, don't isolate, careful of isolation, don't draw in, don't, don't box yourself in, don't fence yourself in. It was a powerful word that we as a team of staff members decided to record a voice note. And all of everybody just pitched in. We just spoke into that voice note yeah. and we mailed it to the two of you. I think, I think that was the trip where you were called out as leaders. I think. Yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah. And that time was when you, Kathleen, felt the isolation of being the only leader step forward. Woman, woman. A woman. Yeah. A leader, woman. but a woman. <laughs> now she's in the eyes. Yeah. Okay. And if she ever felt isolated, if she ever felt that she could go away, let me tell you, I believe that that day, Kathleen, the role and place of a woman in this church was, there was a marker put down. There was a marker put down. Never <laughs> underestimate that. But that's how strong isolation can work against you. The second thing that I picked up was communication. Our communication was starting to break down. Because of the isolation, you know, voice notes, SMSs, stuff like that, they work to a degree. They, they will put forward information, but that's not communication. I, I want to give you, and, and so many misinterpretations happen. Sheldon and I met up uh, a few days ago, and it was the first time in a long time that we had the opportunity of, of just sharing some time together. And you should have seen the two of us. We were like two little boys. We were scattergunning. We were all over the place. Then we talked about this, we interrupt each other. And all of a sudden, because I could sense him, I could feel him, I could see when he became careful. It was raw, it was real. Hmm? It was real. I, I didn't misunderstand his body language. I didn't misunderstand the, his eye lines, his, his, the whole, his whole demeanor. It was easy for me to pick up. And that is the communication that we're missing. SMSs and WhatsApp cannot yeah. work on that. And I was just so aware of that. Guys, remember the song that we sang this morning. I have a plan for you. Yeah. I have a plan for you. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Just listen to this. Another thing that I picked up is we are a season. You know, when you're mourning and, and there are, it, it just doesn't end. Every day we hear about yeah. more people. Uh, um, uh, Natasha's mom is, is, is desperate at yeah. the moment and so on and when you're in mourning it's not a good time to make decisions yeah. Yeah. you're out of season yeah. 
You, Adam, you all know that little thingy here about the two footprints in the sand. And then when things got tough, it was one. And then the guy complained, and God, where were you? And God said, well, that was me, Caddy. And, and you, you all know that one. We, we feel that we're out of season. When we're out of season, God picks us up. God picks us up. But you can't, you can't make life decisions when you're mourning. You can't make life decisions when you've just lost your job. It's not a good time to make to decide what you're going to buy and what you're going to sell. It's not a good time when you're not sure whether you can pay your bills, whether you can meet your, your financial requirements. It is, it, we're out of season, and I realize that we as a community, we as a bigger uh, a group, a, a, a corporate group, we are out of season, and we have difficulty in making these decisions. Yeah. And then the thing that uh, I'm trying to remember the line that Andy's saying, um, come over, I have a plan for you. Open up your hearts. Yes. Open up your hearts. Remember that line. If you forget anything else I'm sharing this morning, remember this line. Open up your hearts. Because the one thing that I realized is because of all the misinformation, because of the fake news, because of all this conspiracy yeah. stuff yeah. happening yeah. we're starting to block off yeah. we're starting yeah. to put up i've had enough i just yeah. can't deal with all of the conflicting and stuff yeah. Yeah. so i'm just blocking it out yeah. but you know what we're doing we become unteachable so when the truth arrives and the truth is knocking on the door yeah. we say i've had enough and i like, mm. just just go away yeah. yeah so we have become unteachable sure and and that's that's scary sure. i have a plan for you Open up your heart. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm getting to the plan. So that's the time when somebody in the eldership must have been Anton. I just, I'm sure it's Anton. When you drop this <laughs> cognitive dissonance. Who dropped that one? That was me. That was a cat. Oh, sorry. I've never been Anton. No, was <laughs> <laughs> so, so cognitive dissonance was dropped i've never heard of this word let me just quickly explain i i can't spend too much time on this but cognitive is is where you reason cognitive is where your mental state is cognitive is is your logic dissonance is a lack of harmony when it's in sound it's yeah. a lack of harmony yeah. or a lack of agreement with people yeah so that is the so so when when a baby where, where's little rose when she sits here and she shrieks out, whoa, 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 you know, yeah. mm. and we don't want to, you, you walk in a car park and you hear somebody's car alarm, it, it, it is, it is, it is offensive. Or, or you, the dog box next door. Or the dog box, <laughs> the yeah. dog whisperer, yeah. the dog yeah. whisperer. Yeah. So, or the dog, so that is when, when there's conflict in your yeah. head, in yeah. your mind, in your reasoning. So, um, a lack of, and even with people. So, this is where your behavior, your actions, and your beliefs don't align anymore. Yeah. You start saying things that that you don't apply to yourself. Yeah. So there's this con there's this separation, and in the 1950s they they came up with this, Kathleen, and they started identifying this psychological condition, and this is what we are starting to see more and more and more now. Let yeah. me explain a little bit more. So you become aware of inconsistencies that causes discomfort. Yeah. So if you if you're vulnerable to this, that that causes a, a discomfort in you that you find difficult to cope with. Sure. All right. So to what degree we all we all exposed to it. So to what degree do we 
we sense this. Mm. It is the more personal it is, the closer it gets. Yeah. Yeah. The more value you attach to it, mm. the closer it gets, and the greater the disparity. So, so if it if it's not personal, you haven't attached any value to it, or and there's no great, you will breeze through it. You, nobody will even notice that you've been exposed to cognitive dissonance. Mm. The effects of it, it affects your behavior, your thoughts, your decisions, your beliefs, and eventually your mental health. Sure. That, that, that's a biggie. You might start experiencing, if, if it is in a, in a severe condition, you might start experiencing anxiety, guilt, shame. Yeah. All of those things start rising up in you. The result, how do you cope with this? You become secretive. Sure. You withdraw. Yeah. Listen yeah. to what we've been saying. Yeah. I'm not teachable anymore. Mm. I'm isolated. My communication is shot to pieces mm. and I'm out of season. Sure. And I'm, I'm withdrawing and my mental health starts slipping. Sure. And even then, when you start rationalizing your own actions, you start avoiding, you start avoiding learning, you start avoiding hearing, even if somebody stands up and he got all the stats and he's got all the truth and he shared, you're going to say, sorry, no more, I don't need this anymore. Mm. You push it away. That, that's where some people are starting to manifest and where we're going. So who can remember what Sheldon shared last Sunday? Sheldon, can you remember? Okay, uh, now you're just, okay. <laughs> now you're, okay. So it was seed, time, and harvest. And what he brought out was that there is a positive side to this and there's a negative side to this. So God's word, the seed, it's planted in us. We, we, we take it on board. And yes, a time passes where either it falls on the rocky ground or it falls in, in, in fertile ground or it spouts up quickly and it grows and then it dies away. So he unpacked all of that. But he also told us that the enemy will do the same. He will come and he will sow seeds of doubt sow seeds of anxiety. Mm. And you know what the bad part is? When we all become part of this, we start murmuring. Sure. We start talking out of turn. Mm. We're grumbling. Mm. And we join the choir, mm. the big choir, of the accuser of the brethren. Mm. That's sure. harsh. Sure. That's harsh. But I'm telling you that either you with God yeah. And you, you, you join him, join to him, or you join the accuser. Right. In what choir are you singing this morning? In what choir am I singing this morning? Mm. And I so easy slip. And the one thing that stood out for me for, in Sheldon's message was when he spoke about discernment. We have to discern this. But he added this, this clanger that you cannot judge it. Yeah. You mustn't judge it. So why, what happens when, when I discern all of this stuff but now I am, I'm judging it. Sure. I'm judging it. And, and what choir am I singing? And what choir am I singing? So we discern misinformation, we discern fake news, and we discern all these conspiracies. Anton came and he spoke about, I'm just recapping last Sunday. It's important for us to, to get, get this. So Anton spoke about the heart of flesh that was given to us in place of our heart of stone. Mm. But then he said 45, I didn't go and count and I'm going to take your word, 45 times in the word of God, it is, it speaks into the hardness of your heart. Mm. Isolation. Yeah. 
a poor communication, sure. being out of season, no longer teachable. Oh. All of those things starts hardening my heart, starts hardening my heart, starts hardening my heart. Errol came up and he, the, the, the after party, after the after party, <laughs> said, um, before I tell you what Errol shared, let me just take you back to what Martijn said. Martijn came in to visit us in the early days. And for the first time, he sat in with one of our baptismal services. And he said, like Jeanette and I also said, coming from our background, that a baptismal service in the Bay is unlike anything else. <laughs> it, is, it is not an attachment. It's not something we also do. It's not one of the sacraments we, 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 we follow. It's an event. It's a happening. Yes. People come yes. in and they join. It is, it is the main thing of the main thing for that day. Yeah. It was yeah. absolute. Now, this is how, how Martin experienced a baptismal service in the Bay. This is what Errol tried to bring across when he says, take the communion into your homes. Yeah. Break bread. Have that joy. Have that full and make it the main event. Yeah. Share in the body and the blood of Jesus. It is, it is awesome. And then he said, speak to the dry bones. Mm. Now, what I've been doing today, I've come with my little watering can. And I've been watering what Sheldon, seed, the seed he planted, yeah. what Anton planted. And I've been watering a little bit what Errol has mm. planted. But now my can is empty. I've now shared my little bit. Mm. I want us just to... to become still for a moment. It's not going to be easy over this, over this technology, but I want you, where you are in your lounge, or where you're sitting in this auditorium, just to be quiet. I have a plan for you. Open up your heart and let me in. God has got a plan for us. Dare I even call it out. Dare I even say there's a plan that is perfect. Really? A plan that is perfect. God wants to present to us and it's in his word. It's always been there. Just let's get quiet. Let's just pray in the spirit. Softly where you are. just want you to pray in the spirit. And if you've been neglecting praying in the spirit, this is a good time to pick it up. Just pray with me. Just whisper it out. Be still and know that I am God. I have a plan for you. As we open our hearts to receive, no longer avoiding, no longer not being teachable. I will break every chain. There's power in the blood, we say. There's power in the blood. I will break every chain. I will break the chain of isolation. I will break the chain of communication. I'll break the chain of being out of season. I'll break the chain of not being teachable come on guys yes god is with us god is crying out god is drawing close as we draw close he's right there he wants to draw close if you if you battle playing in the spirit just pray one word just form that one word that's not english or any of the, of your language and just speak it to god just be quiet just be still just receive Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The heading of the scripture that I'm going to read says, profiting from trials. 
really? Is there such a thing? Can one profit in trials? My brethren, count it all joy. Oh, no, not that one. Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Time. Seed and time. It, it brings patience. But let patience have its perfect work. I have a plan for you. And it's a perfect plan. Sorry, uh, James 1. Um, sorry, uh, James 1 verse uh, 4 now. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete. Wow. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Are, are, are we talking about the same world here? Sure. Are we even in the same place here? And just listen to this. If anyone of you lacks wisdom, in all this chaos, in all this contradiction, in all this conflict within cognitive dissonance, miscommunication, conspiracy theories, lies, deceitfulness, God says, if anyone, his perfect plan, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to those that pray regularly, those that confess all their sin, those that read the whole of the Bible at least once a month. No? He gives to all, he gives to all liberally. Doesn't hold back. And without reproach. So he's got no conditions to it. He doesn't set a condition to it. If you promise, I'll promise and I'll give. He says, I will give to all liberally without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him who asks in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Ask anything of the Lord, but if you are double-minded and unstable, You will get nothing. I just want to make sure that I. No, I'm not there yet. Right. This is a book that I think belongs to Jeff Kitwell. Jeff Kitwell. <laughs> it's my book. It's mine. Sheldon. I just want to. Uh, Sheldon, you actually read the scripture last week, right? Spoke about this. And I want to read you what Rick Joyner said. I just want to read you one paragraph. What he said 35 years ago. 35 years ago. This morning, Sheldon brought it out that we are moving in end times. No, it's not going to happen in a week or two or when somebody predicts it. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. But Sheldon is saying that we are moving in the, all the signs. Everything we see and hear is the signs of the time. And, the, and God is asking us, read those signs. Be aware of those signs. Open your eyes. Open the eyes of your understanding that you may know this. This is what Rick Joyner wrote. There are certain characteristics prevalent in men today, which we would do well to understand. None of these characteristics are new, but they increase in significance. Like almost all known problems, their source can be traced to the tree of knowledge. You know that in the garden, there were two trees, the tree of life, which is Jesus, and we are encouraged to eat and to, to absorb from him. Or there's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
And yes, the good in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil attracts us. Mm. And this is what the Pharisees and the Sadducees mm. thought, that if they could just get hold of the good, they can do this on their own. They don't need Jesus. Mm. They don't need to believe all the stuff about being born again and stuff like that. So there were these two trees. But God said to them, Adam and Eve, if you eat of this tree, if you touch the tree, in fact, you'll die. It leads to death. It's, and this is, he said, she said, I said, he thought. It's all this conflict that we are experiencing in misinformation, in conspiracy theories, in deceitfulness and lies, is we are eating from the wrong tree. Mm. James wrote that the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The double-minded creates instability and is one of the most subtle, profound afflictions of the human race. 35 years ago, he wrote this. Its manifestation is increasing greatly in both frequency and degree. It may well be the major contributing factor to the deep darkness and time of trouble that is prophesied to come upon the world in the last days. Sure. Wow. <clears throat> 35 years ago, Rick Joyner mm. wrote that. Mm. And he said that when we are double-minded, and as the manifestation of that is all around mm -hmm. us, people that are not sure, and, and, and they, they, we are going about it the wrong way. Mm. So we are not dealing with just people who are double-minded. We are dealing with institutions that are double-minded. Sure. We are dealing with, with, with nations yeah. that are double-minded. And, and if we eat of that fruit, it leads to death. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the feeding ground for misinformation, fake news, and conspiracy. That's, that's where we find it. This is what I saw in our, in our elders meeting. You know, have you seen these, these little clips on TV where, where if you can eat 10 hamburgers in one minute, you can win a car or something like that. And, and I can't stand it. I, I really can't stand it. I, it it's, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't enjoy that at all. Or overseas when they have these tomato feasts where they have truckloads, truckloads and people dive into one, they throw it and they eat it and and it's a it's a feeding frenzy. Yeah. This is what I saw in our elders meeting that we are in a feeding frenzy. We are at the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He's right, no, I'm right. He's wrong. And and we 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 try and discern, we try, we discern with judgment. Yeah. We try and work out what is happening around us. And we are we stuffing the stuff into our mouths because we want the truth. Yeah. We, we don't care about the evil anymore. If there's any good in this, just give it to me. Just give it to me. And I'm stuffing myself with it. And we're just in this feeding frenzy. Yeah. And it leads to death. Yeah. Oh, here's another note here. want to read in closing my last scripture is from 1 John thank you Sheldon 1 John 2 I have a plan for you it's a perfect plan open up your hearts Andy I have a plan for you open up your heart receive the fullness be quiet in yourself don't listen to all these voices don't try and 
discern with judgment, yeah. but discern through the Spirit. Listen to this. The heading of what I'm reading is Deceptions of the Last Hour. So we, we're back to the last days. The heading of that scripture is John, John 2. 1 John 2, verse 20. And it says here, remember, it, it is talking about false teaching. He's, he's cautioning, John is cautioning about people that, that deceive, people are bringing falseness. So that's the heading of it. And then in verse 20, he says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Really? Really? You know all things? In all this chaos. Is there nobody that has stood up and said, no, 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 I've got it. I've got this answer. It's quite easy. You will know all things. So this anointing, when Sheldon comes and he lays hands on the sick, or, or, the, or the people in front pray for, for, for salvation or whatever, you, you, you see how this, the anointing quickens him. It quickens the, the, the speaker. They, they do and say things that they couldn't, Andy this morning, the, 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 the worship team this morning, they, they, the anointing was on them. They went into stuff that they couldn't prepare. They couldn't call out. When Kathleen went forward with a word, it, it, it was unrehearsed. It was, it was unscripted. That's the anointing. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. There's an anointing that is inside of me the day I receive Jesus. Yes. Mm. It, it doesn't come with a condition. It's, yeah. it's without reproach. Yeah. Yeah. There's no condition that if I receive Jesus, I have this anointing in me. I have a plan for you. Open up your heart. Become teachable on this issue. Yeah. Yeah. But you have an, an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Let's go to verse 27. Again, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. There's the confirmation. It abides in me, and you, and, and you do not need that anyone teach you. Hang on. Hang on. Does, does this mean that, that the teaching fivefold ministry is now done with? That we don't need it? He's talking about this anointing that I have to push in, that yeah. I have to seek, yes. that I have to go to, that I must discern without judgment. Yeah. Uh, this is my discernment when I go to the Spirit of God and I allow him to open up. This is, so two things happen when, when we read 1 John 2, verse 20 and verse 27. Abide in Christ, the tree of life. That's the first thing. Yeah. Don't, don't go and guzzle. Don't go and fill your face with, with, is it the truth? Is it not? Is it conspiracy theory? Must I vac vaccinate? Mustn't I vaccinate? Must, can I use this medicine? Should I not use this medicine? It's mm. just too much. And people say, I've had it with all of this. Just stop. Yeah. I have a plan for you. Yeah. And this is God's plan. The second thing that, that I take from this scripture is ask and receive the fullness of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, whose illuminating power will enable us to distinguish truth from error. Hmm. It goes beyond human instruction. That what the apostle and the prophet and the rest the, 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 of the fivefold ministry, 
but they teach us as a body for the betterment of the body of Christ. That's good. There's nothing wrong with it. But there comes a place and a time where I go one-on-one -on -one with the Holy Spirit, yeah. where I go into my prayer closet. When I ask him, ask of me, and I will give to you. If you don't come double-minded, I've got a perfect plan for you. And it goes beyond what Sheldon can teach me. Yes. It goes beyond what Rod can teach me or Anton yeah. can teach me. That is good. What they teach is good. Yes. But they teach as men. Yes. This teaching is of the Holy Spirit. But I need to go there. Mm. I need to tap into it. I need to draw on it. Draw close to me, God says. And I will draw close to you. It goes beyond human instruction. It emphasizes what only the Holy Spirit, Spirit is able to do. Bring revelation to the human heart. Sure. I have a plan for you. Open up your heart. Receive this. It is a complete plan. It's a perfect plan, the scripture says. Yes. Allow the Holy Spirit in this time where we have lost connection, where we have stopped talking, where we are as a group out of season, and we are no longer want to hear anymore. God says to us this morning, open up your heart and receive the fullness of what the Holy Spirit will bring to you in this. It's a perfect plan. It's a good plan. It will not fail. Amen. No, no after party? No after party? Just pray. Just pray around and get them off. Father God come to you in the name of Jesus and I thank you Lord for your word I thank you for the seed that has planted in me I thank you for the time it takes for it to generate to first die and then spring forth in life and and I'm excited Father God because there's a harvest coming there's a harvest coming there's a harvest coming we are so often that we judge success by numbers yeah. how many people was was in the call this morning how many people are in the auditorium yeah. while it took one man roger bannister to break the four minute mile today every second runner in a club runs that time yeah. it took one man to put his foot on the moon today every second guy with money can build his own plane and fly into outer space yeah. with it it took one man to discover penicillin that would change the whole world yeah. We are pioneering. When you mm. pioneer, it takes one person. Mm. We are pioneering something in the spirit. Sure. And God is calling on us. He's yeah. calling on this, the Bay City Church. Mm. Uh, let me call that out. Mm. He is not speaking into everybody. He, he does. And he calls all. Mm. I, I get that. But for us, he has placed us. He's positioned us to do some. He's modeling something in mm. us. That our communities and our church and our cities around us have not yet seen. Yeah. And is asking us to step forward, to yeah. pioneer that. Don't look yeah. at numbers. Don't look at who's running next to you. Amen. You just run. You run to him. You, you, you bind him. You, you, you seek that anointing. That anointing of the, of the Holy Spirit that will bring revelation that we've never seen before. Yes. I have a plan for you. Yes. It is a perfect plan God will say. Mm. All you have to do is receive it. You can't earn it. You can only receive it. Open up your heart. And we receive that this morning, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well done, Father. Father that was Great amazing. Great 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 Hallelujah.
And this morning when I was getting ready, I was trying to decide which earrings to wear. And I was really drawn to this. And I'm going to do a really bad YouTuber thing here. If you can see, that's a tree of life earring. And I've got two pairs of these tree of life earrings. I've got a bigger set. And I was standing at the school gate on Friday, waiting for my kids, masked up, but my earrings were showing. And I had a lady tap my shoulder and say, I'm sorry, but where did you get your tree of life earrings? And I was like, oh no, I got them in a shop at Sedgefield, et cetera, et cetera. And it's interesting to me that the world longs for the tree of life. They, they recognize yes, the tree yes. of life. They, they want the tree yeah. of life, but we're all gorging on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I was thinking, okay, well, what, is the, what does the Bible say about gluttony? And in Proverbs 23, yes, he's talking about physical gluttony. And I said to Sheldon, isn't it interesting that people who overeat, overeat emotionally in order to numb feelings. Yes. We are gorging on everything that we are presented with on our phones. We're gorging on it to numb something. Yeah. Everything is so out of control that you just, you're just gorging, gorging, or you're hoping that it'll numb you. And in Proverbs 23, 20, uh, 20, it says, do not, uh, do not be among drunkards or among gluttonous eaters of meat for the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty and slumber will clothe them with rags. And I felt the spirit say to me, that's what happens to you spiritually when you are gorging on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You then will actually come to poverty. You will have poverty of spirit. And, and that means your spirit's dying, essentially. Yeah. And then yeah. you will slumber. That's death. Yes. It's yes. death mm. to our spirits. So, so folks, I know. I've got, my, I've got a phone. I, I'm getting all sorts of news. And on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, when we were singing that song, Break Every Chain, I was in chains because there's too much. And I was gorging on the wrong tree until God said, hey, come into the closet. Come with me. And when you spend time one-on-one -on -one with him, it doesn't have to be hours on end. He brings you the tree of life. Amen. And he feeds you from the fruit of the tree Amen. of life, which Amen. leaves you thinner, which leaves you with more energy, which leaves you with more clarity mm -hmm. and actually helps you focus on what's really going on. Yeah. So be blessed, guys. This is a good day. Keep going. But honestly, stop eating from that rotten tree. It just does you no good. Amen. What are we doing? Yeah, amen. We'll just say everyone unmute and uh, say goodbye. Everyone go. unmute and you can say goodbye. Love you all. Just, just I'll say everybody and say goodbye.